48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. The headlines, a super typhoon is heading Hong Kong's way as the observatory issues the standby signal number one for a separate storm. The chief executive, Carrie Lam, faces questions about Wi-Fi privacy at the Express Rail Link's West Kowloon Terminus. And the health secretary, Sophia Chan, says she believes the dengue fever outbreak is now under control. The observatory says a super typhoon, Manghut, is heading towards Hong Kong and it may hit over the weekend. Earlier, the observatory issued the standby signal number one for a separate storm called Barijat and it said the chance of issuing a higher warning today is unlikely. Yeung Kwok Chung is a senior scientific officer at the observatory. Manghut is expected um, to edge closer to the South China coast over the weekend. The associated heavy rain scores and storm surge will post that to the region. But uh, according to the peasant forecast threat, Bangkok will, uh, will have a chance of getting very close to Hong Kong. But according to this current position, it's still, away, it's still very far away, about 3,000 kilometers away from Hong Kong. So there will be a chance of uh, changing of the forecast threat. Chief Executive Carrie Lam says operations at the new high-speed rail to Guangzhou will abide by the law in response to queries about data privacy at the station. This follows reports that said data from people using the wireless internet at the West Kowloon Terminus could be passed on to mainland authorities. Ticket sales began yesterday for the link, which begins running on the 23rd. Mrs Lam was asked whether there was a list of passengers blacklisted by the mainland or whether she'd held talks with Beijing over Wi-Fi privacy. I'm sure my colleagues in the Transport and Housing Bureau as well as the Mass Transit Railway Corporation will address um, your concern. Uh, As I've said here last Tuesday, uh, the most important thing in the lead-up to the commissioning of the high-speed rail is for us to be um, even more transparent, even more um, speedy in responding to uh, any queries that the members of public have. Mrs. Lam also said it was unacceptable to insult judges and this damages the SAR's judicial system. She said it was regrettable that pro-Beijing unionist Stanley Ung criticised the Court of Final Appeal judges who last week granted an appeal and ordered the release of 13 young activists last Friday. The Health Secretary's Fai Chan says she believes the dengue fever outbreak is now under control. She was speaking after delivering mosquito repellent in Taiwan. A total of 29 people have contracted the mosquito-borne disease since this summer, with the latest case confirmed at the start of this month. The outbreak prompted the government to close Lion Rock Park for 30 days after it was identified as a potential source. Professor Chan says it's too early to tell whether the park in Wang Taising is ready for the public again. It was closed uh, on the uh, 17th of uh, August and we are now assessing the situation both uh, in terms of uh, whether there is any new case as well as the uh, effectiveness of the mosquito control work by the Food and Environmental Hygiene Department. The environmental group The Green Earth says the government is seriously underestimating the amount of waste from the mainland that is entering local water. A 2015 study commissioned by the Environmental Protection Department concluded that just 5% of marine waste here came from non-local sources. But Green Earth says its own investigation suggests that the true figure is closer to 40%. The group's executive director, Edwin Lau, says this shows the need for greater cross-border cooperation to tackle the problem. The two governments, they have the special working group that deal with the ocean plastic waste then this is a good platform for the two 
government authorities to get together to brainstorm and develop the appropriate legislative measures and any action plans to get the producers on both sides to reduce plastic waste at the source and also to avoid any of these plastic waste from entering into our natural environments. The former main contractor for the Emplus Museum has accused the West Kowloon Cultural District Authority of hacking into their computers, saying the responsibility for the project delay rests mainly with the Arts Hub. The allegations were revealed at a special LegCo panel meeting to discuss the contract termination of Sin Chong Construction, which the authority said was due to its insolvency. The Emplus Museum is expected to open in 2020, a year later than previously announced. Legislator Chu Hoi Dick said, according to letters given only to them, the reason for the delay can be attributed to many factors, including higher than expected underground water. Mr Chu also said Sin Chong had accused the authority of hacking to steal their staff's personal information. The CEO of the authority, Duncan Pescott, said he would not comment on the allegations, but he said the authority is not to blame for the delay. In terms of the, the cause for the delay, um, I think the, the cause primarily is due to financial situations, but there are other elements. As I say, this is not a a black and white situation. With any construction project, there are many factors that come into play, but the determining factor for us is the the insolvency issue. Mr Pesco also denied he had lied and misled LegCo over the direct payments made to subcontractors of the M-plus project. He revealed they had paid about $1.7 billion directly to subcontractors. The White House National Security Advisor has threatened penalties against the International Criminal Court if it goes ahead with an investigation into the actions of U.S. soldiers in Afghanistan. John Bolton said the United States was prepared to target ICC personnel with financial sanctions and criminal charges of what he called an unfounded, unfounded inquiry due to be launched by the court within days. Literally any day now, the ICC may announce the start of a formal investigation against these American patriots who voluntarily signed on to go into harm's way to protect our nation, our homes, and our families in the wake of the 9-11 attacks. The ICC prosecutor has requested to investigate these Americans for alleged detainee abuse and perhaps more, an utterly unfounded, unjustifiable investigation. The White House says the North Korean leader Kim Jong-un has requested a second meeting with President Trump and officials are looking into scheduling one. The two leaders have been discussing North Korea's nuclear program since the summit in June. Here's the White House Press Secretary, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. It was a uh, very warm, very positive letter. The president has achieved tremendous success with his policies so far. uh, And this letter was further evidence of progress in that relationship. The World Meteorological Organization says there's a 70% chance the El Nino weather event could recur before the end of this year, disrupting global weather systems. El Nino is a natural event that involves fluctuating ocean surface temperatures in the Pacific Ocean. It can trigger drought in some regions and heavy rain in others. The governor of California has signed a law committing the most populous U.S. state to switching completely to clean electricity by the year 2045. Jerry Brown said it wouldn't be easy to make the change, but it had to be done. He said the bill sent out a signal that California would meet the goals of the Paris Climate Agreement. 
Palestinian officials have accused the United States of a dangerous escalation of tensions after the Trump administration ordered the closure of the Palestinian mission in Washington. The State Department accused the Palestinians of refusing to engage with the U.S. to work for peace. A senior member of the PLO, Hanan Ashwari, said the U.S. was being disingenuous. The U.S. has decided unilaterally to give away Jerusalem to Israel, which is illegal because Jerusalem is occupied territory. It is Palestinian land. It has decided single-handedly to redefine Palestinian refugees and to stop funding UNRWA, which is an international organization specifically set up to uh, serve and protect the Palestinian refugees. So it's really disingenuous to talk about peace. Actually, now we are being punished because we dared ask the International Criminal Court to speed up its investigation of Israeli war crimes. Russia is beginning what it says is the largest military exercise in its history in eastern Siberia. Here's the BBC's Ian Schippers. The five days of war games, dubbed Vostok 18, involve 300,000 soldiers, 36,000 military vehicles, 1,000 planes and 80 warships. It's a massive show of force, dwarfing even the big exercises that were held in the Soviet era. It's also the first time that Moscow has invited countries outside a tight circle of former Soviet allies to its annual exercises. They come against the background of rising tensions between the West and a more assertive Russia. The EU's chief Brexit negotiator, Michel Barnier, says it's realistic and possible to agree the first stage of the divorce deal with Britain within six to eight weeks. Britain's currency, the pound, rose in value after Mr Barnier made his optimistic comments at a forum in Slovenia. Here's the BBC's Guy Delorney. Mr Barnier was speaking following speculation in the British press that he'll be directed to take a more flexible approach with the UK. He said that Prime Minister Theresa May's vision, known as the Chequers Plan, was useful and clearly defined future relations between Britain and the EU. But he warned there were still serious sticking points, particularly regarding the border with the Republic of Ireland, which he called the main risk of failure. He also described Britain's departure as a lose-lose game. Nobody has given proof of any added value of the UK leaving the EU, he said. Environmental researchers say the way rice is cultivated in many countries may be significantly contributing to the production of greenhouse gases. The study looked at irrigated paddy fields that are allowed to dry out several times a year, known as intermittent flooding. Researchers found such fields produce levels of nitrous oxide, a potent gas associated with global warming, up to 45 times higher than in sites which remain constantly flooded. Business news and a short time ago, the Hansen Index was at 26,598. That's 16 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $45.3 billion. Currencies, US dollar is trading at 111.4 yen. The euro stands at one US dollar and 15 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 23 cents. Sport now and here's Adam Chung. We start with football's UEFA Nations League, where Italy's problems on the pitch continue. After missing the World Cup, they've been beaten 1-0 by a Portugal team missing Cristiano Ronaldo. Andre Silva scored the goal. Italy have just one point from their opening two games in Europe's new competition. They drew one all at home against Poland in their opener. The bottom team in their three-team group after all six games will be relegated to Group B of the next Nations League. And that's something manager Roberto Mancini has to think about. 
This is something that can be important, relegation to League B of the Nations League. We have to think about growing. We have so many young players who do not know football at this level, and it is normal they find difficulties when they arrive. We need to be positive, but we have to solve the goal problem. Turkey came from 2-0 down to be Sweden 3-2 in Group B. And in Group C, Scotland picked up their first win by beating Albania 2-0 at home. The former Everton striker Stephen Naismith was recalled to the team having missed the friendly defeat to Belgium and scored both goals. Here's his manager, Alex McLeish. Well, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And I said that to Nizzi and... It's happened to me before, getting dropped by Scotland and then getting called back up again and you don't look back. These situations can occur. England's highest test run scorer, Alistair Cook, says he's happy to hit a century on his farewell to international cricket. Cook made 147 in his final innings on day four of the fifth test against India at the Oval. Cook was speaking with the BBC's Jonathan Agnew. I suppose all week it's, it's obviously a strange week um, and I've just been determined, like, even today, turning up on 40-odd, like, don't, don't mess it up and get out early because it'd be of an anticlimax. And that's kind of how I felt. So I felt a bit of extra pressure that way. But to go out like that, it's just, it is what dreams are made of. And all the 18,000 people around here who, who were shouting and chanting as you walked out, how do you cut that out? How, how have you managed to cut something like that out today? Well, I suppose that's probably my greatest skill, I suppose, is being able to... To, to take a lot of emotion out of my batting uh, and just be able to, on a real cliche, do a ball at a time. And actually, if there's ever a test of it, this week's probably been a test because there's been obviously a lot of, you know, like story about it and expectation and um, obviously goodwill as well. But what comes with a goodwill is a bit of pressure that you want to perform. And um, so to perform like that probably just probably just shows my greatest strength in one way. Um, but yeah, it's just incredible. As I say, 30, 30 of my friends, my family, all here to see that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's incredibly special. Alistair Cook. Captain Joe Root also hit a century as England declared on 423 for 8. India closed on 58 for 3, chasing an improbable target of 464 for victory. And that's your look at sports. And the Argentine football legend Diego Maradona has started in his new job as a manager of a Mexican second division club, saying the experience was a rebirth after years of fighting addictions. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Super Typhoon is heading Hong Kong's way as the observatory issues the standby signal number one for a separate storm. Chief Executive Carrie Lam faces questions about Wi-Fi privacy at the Express Rail Link's West Kowloon terminus. And the Health Secretary Sophia Chan says she believes the dengue, fe- dengue fever outbreak is now under control. And that's the news from RTHK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, RTHK. Yeah. 